Thank you, Sarah. And for those of you wondering, that wasn't a really, 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 really long announcement. That was part of the preach because we're going to speak about the body of Christ. But uh, before we get into that, I want to just recap for those of you who joined us in buildings for the first time and for those of you who are unsure about what the series is all about. We, we started a series two weeks ago um, called Now More Than Ever. And, and it started because I was kind of looking at life just as a person. I realized I've changed. I'd uh, shifted from, I think, 90% extrovert on a lot of adrenaline to uh, I was becoming a bit more of an introvert. I was loving Zoom. Zoom ends after 40 minutes. People got the extended version. I got the extended version, then came back to the 40-minute version because I knew I could say, cheers to you. You could be mid-sentence. 40 minutes in, the conversation's over. It was happiness in my soul. And I realized I'd changed. I'd become a little more of an introvert. And, and as I was thinking about all the changes and all the things I was asking myself questions on, like, do I need two cars? Do I need, um, do, are we going to change our house? Are we going to rent it out? What are we going to do? As I was asking so many questions about everything around me because so much had changed, I realized people were asking the question about church. What is it and do I need it? And we were asking that across everything. And, and so I started thinking about why people were asking that question, what had happened inside of them. And, and as I did a little bit of research, I, I began to realize that when you starve people of something, they find an appetite for something else. And it was easiest to see from banting because banting is a great example. You starve yourself from carbs and then you, you wean yourself onto protein and 40 days later, you don't want any more carbs. It's such a great one. And it's so good when this thing goes positive, but this thing also goes negative. So you take community out, like we've done, you, you take that for 165 days, and what you have is higher levels of suicide, depression, loneliness, anxiety, mental health issues than this world has ever seen. It just spiked over lockdown. It was an issue. And so I started looking at this and I started to go, how are we going to now more than ever inject the right stuff into our life? And I was asking the question about church, do we need church and why? And, and I started to realize that when you understand exactly what the church is, you begin to realize how much you need it. When you, when you see something clearly, then you can understand or Respond to it appropriately. I was kite surfing the other day, and uh, when we kite surf, we, we do it without straps. You, you kind of get to a certain level, and then you can do it without straps. And the reason you do it without straps is because you feel like you're Kelly Slater on a wave, except you've got something pulling you, but you still feel like you're Kelly Slater. It's wonderful. So we were trying to do like little jumps and all kinds of things, and I was having an absolute jaw. And then I saw something out of the corner of my eye. So I thought to myself, I'm going to go see what that is because there have been so many manta rays. I'd cut it over about a three-meter manta ray a little while before. I'd seen whales. I was, I was just so pumped. I thought, maybe this will be some wildlife. Well, it, it was wildlife. I, I got closer to it, and I got to about 30 meters under the water, and then it just came to the surface. And about 30 meters, I saw exactly what it was. It was the biggest Zambezi shark I have ever seen in my life. You see, when you see something clearly, it doesn't 
take a lot of effort to respond appropriately. I got out of there as quickly as I could. This is what happens when you see something clearly. You know how to respond appropriately. We understand this from relationships. When you don't see clearly, when you misjudge, when you misunderstand who someone is, you, you won't respond appropriately. You'll, you'll overreact to things they say. You'll, you'll come across too harsh. You'll, you'll mess the thing up if you don't see it clearly. If you don't see church clearly, you will find that you don't respond appropriately. And what COVID's taught us, if it's taught us anything for the church, it's shown us that we haven't seen it clearly. And the reason we know that is because the stats on things like mental health and depression and addiction and all of that, the stats in the church are exactly the same as the stats in the world. It means something went wrong. And so my prayer for this series is that people will begin to see the church in all her beauty and all the things that God calls her to be so that they will respond appropriately because I believe people are smart enough that if they see something clearly for what it is, they'll be able to respond appropriately. And so we started the series and we started with saying that the church is, this is what the church is, it's a community of faith. And we said that if you wanted to live out your faith, if you Thing that God wants you to be, which is strong and established in your faith, which he says is more precious than gold, then you need to be in a community of faith. And then last week we said that the church is a spiritual family. And if you wanted to grow in your identity and understand who you are, not just as a child of God, you needed to understand who you are, were as a brother or sister in Christ. You, you needed to be established in a spiritual family. And today, we're going to speak about the church as a body. And I'm going to look at a text. It's written to the most healthy church probably ever, that's ever been in existence. It's written to the church in Ephesus. And in every other letter Paul writes, he rebukes everyone for something. But to the, the church in Ephesus, there's no rebuke. This is such a healthy church that what Paul's doing is he's going, you're doing this well, but here's how you can do it better. Here's the aspects that you can drive in. And so he begins to tell us how the church should work. And in Ephesians 4.11, it says this. It says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. The body of Christ. You know, I could keep saying that, the body of Christ, because we've heard it so many times. If you've been in church for a while, you, you're so used to the body of Christ. And the trouble with hearing something again and again, it's like, it's like an overexposed picture. It, you, you stop seeing clearly the beauty of it. I was in the bush recently, and uh, whilst I was at a game farm, I grew up in the bush. So I was driving through, and I was kind of going, that's a acacia migration. And I was just like naming different plants and like making sure I was kind of on my A game. And, and all the time I was going, where's the line? That was kind of how I was driving through the bush. And, uh, and then the, the guide stopped. And he pointed to a tambuti tree. And he said, do you know what that is? And I said, yes, it's a tambuti tree. And then he said, do you know that the tambuti tree is 
absolutely poisonous. In fact, if you light a fire around a tambuti tree, the, the smell, the, the toxins in the, in the sap will come through and, and they can kill you. And I said, no. And he said, do you know that, that Bushmen use the tambuti to kill animals? They, they put the sap on the spears and, and people who have toothaches take the tambuti sap and, and they put them on their teeth and, and it kills the actual nerve. And, and he was talking about this left, right and center and I started to realize... I had never seen a tambuti tree in my life before. You see, when you stop and make sure you see something clearly, it gets a life of its own. The body of Christ, it has so many implications. It has the implication that if it's Christ's body, then his body, the way he designed it, is, is the only way he's going to work on the earth. He doesn't have another body. He's just got the body of Christ. And he must have inordinate amount of faith in the church. If where is hands and feet? It has other implications. It, it, it says that in Ephesians 1, it says that the entire church across the whole earth is the body of Christ. And then in 1 Corinthians 12, it says that the church in Corinth is the body of Christ. So here's what we get. That the church, the thing that Jesus is the head of, that he directs and nurtures and nourishes, that he can do for the entire church across the whole world to change the earth. And he can do it for the smallest watch party in a home right now. He, he has the details of the small and the huge, and he's able to direct and hold it all together. It's beautiful. But then Paul begins to, if we stick that scripture back up again, he begins to explain how this church works. Sometimes when you want to describe something, you tell a person how it works, and then you describe it again. And so he, he goes, there are some people like me, and he gives us a job description. He says, all these dudes, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, their job, their responsibility is to equip. It means to place together, to train, to develop the saints or the here, here it says, their response is to equip God's people to do his work to build up the church. My job is to knit you, to, to bring you together, to place you next to each other, and then train you how to do the work, which in another version says to do the ministry. To, I need to train you up to minister to one another so that you can build up the church. Let's bring the scripture back. Yeah, you just keep it there. To build up the church. Lots of people are asking the question. Because this is your job description. What is God's plan for my life? What does Jesus want me to do? We have WWJD bangles. You want to know what Jesus wants you to do? He wants you to build up the church, the body of Christ. It, it is such a huge chunk of your job description on this earth. Build up the body of Christ. And the way you do that is by serving in the church. So Paul, he gives the job description. And then he gives the time frame. It's like a, a good boss. He, he says this. Next verse, verse 13, says, This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we'll, we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete stature of Christ. Whenever I see that, I, I think about like a huge head and a tiny body, like a mini me. And, and, and I think about this, I go, this is going to take a very, 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 very long time. It's going to take a long time before we get there. And, and then it says, then we will no longer be immature like children, 
We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with 5G arguments, with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Here's how I know it's going to take a very long time. is because when the first six weeks of lockdown, I had so many conspiracy theories that you guys sent to me that I realized we, we get tricked the whole time with lies that sound like the truth. We've got a long way to go. This is going to take a very long time. But next verse, then it gets into what really matters. Verse 15, instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. I want to talk about this headship thing. So the Bible, when, when it's describing the headship of Christ, it, it talks about him directing us. In Colossians, it, it describes him nurturing us. Listen to this. In, in, in Colossians 2.19, it says, Not holding fast to the head. So it, it's a rebuke. Another church. Rebuke. Not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with the growth that is from God. Leave that scripture. The head, I eat, and the food goes from the head into the body. I am nurtured from the head down. I am directed, my, my legs are directed by my head. And Jesus goes, I am the head, and if you stay connected to me through the body, I will nurture you. And I will direct you, and I will place you, and I will be with you, and I will support you, and I will put a family around you, and I will use you, and my plan for your life will come to fruition if you hold on to the head. But so many of us let go of the head, and we slip away from the body, and we disconnect from the family, and we move away from the community of faith, and it's so easy. It's so easy to do, especially when we've got a Bible app and we've got online teaching that's absolutely amazing from across the globe, and we've got so many other ways to learn about God. But church is not primarily a place where you come to learn about God. Church is a community of faith where you grow in your faith and churches, a spiritual family where you get knitted in and churches, a body where you connect to the head and you begin to use muscles. And so as I was thinking through this season and I was thinking about what people need, I realized they need the church, but they need the church for what it is. And I, I get different seasons of life, because in some seasons of life, man, it is hard to come into the body and be part of the spiritual family. I mean, I've got a three-month-old and a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, and I just can't wait for kids' church. It's, it's just going to be amazing. I'm going to leave my kids behind at kids' church. It's, it's just going to be awesome. But, but what you need, what you really need, what I really need is the body. I really need a place where ministry happens to me and I minister to others. I need a, a church that, that is personal and that the work of the Holy Spirit can nourish me both straight from God and through people around me. 
And so I kind of made a decision. I, I, I started looking at, at where it looks like the world's going and I think COVID-2 is coming and if it doesn't, maybe a vaccine comes or if you hate vaccines, maybe it's a pill. I, I don't know, something's going to come that's going to end COVID. But until that time, I started to realize the greatest gift that I can be as one of those gifts is I can be the guy who does everything he can to pull people into a community of faith and knits them into a spiritual family and helps them grow in the body. In fact, the thing that I've realized people find the most difficult in church, the thing that they struggle, once they become Christians, the next big, 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 big struggle that they have to, to get deeper is the struggle they have to walk into some form of tight-knit community. And it's because we expect that everybody's weird. And so Jesus knows that. So he puts this verse together in, in verse 15 and 16. It says, he makes the whole body, Jesus makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I want to just stick, just leave this verse up. He makes the whole body fit together. If you're one of those people who, like me, for a long period of my time, saw the church as a place you go to to learn about Jesus, and you are feeling something of a conviction or something of the Holy Spirit saying, take a step. This is the prayer I want you to pray. I want you to say, Jesus, will you put me into a faith community, into a spiritual family, into a body part? Will you fit me perfectly, not next to weird people? Will you fit me perfectly next to people who I can do my own special work with. That's what Sarah was talking about. So that I can exercise my spiritual gifts because how I exercise my spiritual gifts is often how the nurturing from the head actually flows. When someone gave me a prophetic word earlier this year, it literally carried me through half the year. It was one special gift, special work that got exercised into my life. Here's what I'd like you to pray. Lord, will you, I don't trust them, but I trust you, will you fit me into the body so that I can exercise my gifts so that it will make a difference in the church and so that the church, the body, will be healthy and growing and full of love. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you have a home and you can host people, Will you consider opening it up? And if you're disconnected, and I know that I'm making big asks, I really want you to come to our church building if you're really scared. I want you to come, but then I want you to ask God to place you into a family. I want you, I want you to feel connected. I want you to be part of the body. And so will you consider just sending us an email and saying, can you place me into the body? And then pray that you get a perfect group. There are not many of those. So pray, pray, pray really hard. And then, if you're far from Christ, I want you to know this. 
Jesus stands there going, I've got a plan for your life. I've got a spiritual family to knit you into. I've got, I've got gifts to give you. Will you take a step closer to Christ and into his body? And so I'm going to close in prayer. And then wherever you are, I want you to just stand. We're going to close in prayer. And we, we're going to pray a prayer of faith. So I want you to stand and I'm going to say this. Pray this in your heart. Lord Jesus, will you take me and will you help me to see clearly what the church is? And will you give me the boldness to take my next step? And now maybe you just say, Jesus, tell me what that is. And if you have a sense of what to do, once you send that email, invite people into that home, once you pray that prayer and take a next step, and may God begin to work in your life in ways that you've never experienced before. This is my prayer for you. May God bless you. Have a fantastic Sunday.